Well, it's good to be here. And it's good that we are headed over into 2019. I am really excited. Who would have ever thought that uh, Jesus would wait, wait so long that we would see 2019 come into fruition, right? I mean, as a teenager, I thought Jesus was coming, at, coming back before the year 2000. And so, anyways, um, 2019 is almost here. Listen, listen, I am so thrilled to be here in this place with you preparing our hearts for what God is going to do in 2019. This place that we gather together is a wonderful place for uh, Katie and I personally. This is not just uh, a thing that we do. This is not something that we are uh, just uh, performing. I am not a, the pastor, or I'm not just a speaker, or I'm not just a personality. This here is something that is a part of me. I'm not a part of this church any longer. This church is a part of my life, and that's you and I together, the church, and I'm excited and I'm thrilled that we get to share in the experiences, and and let's just be honest, the the ups and the downs are the experiences that bring us closer together, closer, even sometimes closer than a family, and I love that, that the body, we get to share the aches and pains and we protect one another when your elbow hurts. Right? You protect that. And so that's what we do for one another. And when you're feeling strong and healthy, we are rejoicing in the strength that we have together. And I love that uh, the, the impact that you've made on my family. Katie and I, are, we are growing here. Our kids are growing and learning. They have friends. Some of my best friends are here in this place right now. And, and uh, this is a life thing that we get to do together. And I am thrilled every single time that we get to just share, we get to look each other in the eyes, we get to talk about God. I was at Starbucks uh, yesterday, and there's a good friend of mine that's a barista, and he was here at, at church with us just a few weeks ago, and um, we were chatting and just talking, and he was talking about God, which is a good thing, it's a good, healthy thing for me to do. It's, it's important for me to be out in the marketplace and just experiencing God in those types of settings and to share and, uh, man, he was saying, man, my, my goal is just to get to know God more. That's his goal for 2019. I thought, man, that's a, that's a great goal for all of us. Let's just get to know God more. And so when we do this together, we are strengthened, we are sharpened, and we are the body of Christ. We are a community that, that uh, sh- uh, sharpens one another, looks out and protects one another. So I love that we get to be with each other every single week. And for a lot of us, that's more than we see our family. So in in reality, this is our family, our brothers and sisters. And it's a good thing to be a part of. And if you haven't found out already, man, we are the body of Christ. Our focus here is centered on Jesus and Jesus alone. We We are saved and we have been rescued. We have been redeemed by only one name, and his name is Jesus. We preach that name. We live that name. We share that name. We rejoice in that name. We have received forgiveness and grace through only God and His Son. We believe in Jesus that He is the resurrection and the life. The only way to the Father is through Him. We will always put our family under the covering and the blessing of Jesus Christ. We will always point to God our Father as the one who loves us and cherishes cherishes us and wants us to be in His presence. He is the one who seeks after us. He is the one who sent Jesus Christ to come die for us, to 
pay the penalty that we deserve. It is all about Jesus, always going to be about his love, and it's always going to be about him. And I am so thankful for a Christ-centered church and a Christ-centered family. Amen? And I want to say thank you to our First Impressions team. Our, this was our first month that we have uh, launched this in December, and it's cold outside, and, and there's a lot of things that we're working But we are welcoming more people into the family. We are welcoming more people into a place where they are desiring to belong. We believe that this church is a place where people can belong, behave, or believe, and then behave. We don't believe that people have to behave before they belong. We don't believe that they have to behave before they can be, uh, believe. God does the work. We just let them say, hey, you can be a part of this. We let God do what he's going to do inside you. We promise that if you look to Jesus, he's going to change you from the inside out. We do the catching and he does the, the cleaning. That's how it works. And so this is a fantastic place. I love being here and I'm so thankful for our our uh, f- first impressions team, they've been working hard in the parking lot to welcome people in. They've been working hard in the entrance team, at the, the door people, the greeters, uh, the, the service attendants. All of that stuff is a new launch. It's a new direction that we're heading into 2019. All about gravitating towards what God is bringing us, being good stewards of that, and just loving on people as Christ has done for us. And we express our love for God by serving others. That's what we are here to do in 2019, and I'm excited for all the wonderful things that God is doing in us together. Amen? I believe in new things. And so today's sermon is, I'm sure you've already guessed it, it's about new things, new beginnings. How many of you are excited for new beginnings? How many of you know that God is a creator of new things? And new beginnings. God loves to create brand spanking new things inside of your life. And let me just say, I don't know about you. You could be on one side or the other. You may say, I don't really care for New Year's resolutions. Or you could be on the other side and say, man, I love New Year's resolutions. I, for one, I love New Year's resolutions. I get excited about it. I, I love thinking and contemplating about a fresh start. For me, it's just there's a new mindset there's a, a, a new set of decisions. There's, a, a new, there's new goals. I love having goals. I have to have goals. I have to have lists. How many of you are my friends and have lists, right? Are you list makers? Yeah. So you identify that, that with me that you've got to have a list so you can check those off. I don't care if it's vacuuming the floor. I'm going to check that off, and it feels good. And so the New Year's is a great time to say, hey, I want to make some lists. I'm going to make some priorities. And honestly, if at the end of the year I don't make all of those lists or I don't make that goal, that's okay. I've just got something to shoot for. I don't beat myself up. It's just I need something to shoot for. So I, I get excited about this time of year in new beginnings. I really do. And I, I am so encouraged what God is already prepping and preparing because I believe that God is already in 2019 before we get there. He's ready to meet us there. So in those blessings... He's already prepared for you. And in those trials that are going to be there, that Jesus promised that there will be trials that will come, but we can be assured and have confidence that in the trials that will come, we don't have to fear because we know that he's already there before us. So we don't have to act surprised say, God, what are you doing? We know he's already doing something. We just have to trust him in the miracle of what he's doing in that trouble, troubling time that we'll be headed towards. But God will bring peace in the middle of that. 2019 is a time where he, where I believe, I guarantee, 100%, 
that God is going to speak some new things. That God is going to fulfill some old promises while speaking new ones. That we'll hear of new stories of hope being birthed in people's hearts. I guarantee that we'll be able to watch blessings being built and unfold in people's lives. We, I guarantee that we're going to see a new refreshing of His Holy Spirit in, in some people's lives. That they're going to discover new passages of Scripture that's going to speak directly to you. You're going to find a brand new worship song. That you're going to find a new song in your heart that's going to speak directly to your soul. I believe that God is already preparing things for you. And they're brand new things. That we get to look forward to. New wineskins. And that in a few days, we are about to embark on a journey together, a brand new year. It is a poignant moment, whether we think so or not. We mark our calendars by days and dates and time and events. And we get the opportunity to know that God is ahead of us in 2019. And I believe, and why wouldn't we believe this, that God is going to create the best year that we've ever had. Right? Can we go into 2019 and just say, God, I'm trusting, and I know, I believe that you're going to, you have the best for me, the best year that I've ever lived is in 2019, because honestly, what's the alternative? God, I I believe that that the worst year is going to be in 2019. No, it's going to be the best. We believe that God has the best intentions for us, do we not? We believe that God has promises and blessings that he wants to give you. His desire is to watch over you and to protect you and to lead you into all things and teach you new things. And so those are wonderful things that we get to look forward to in 2019. It could be the greatest year yet. And what if we were 100% committed to this idea? Just 100% committed to saying, God, I know that you have the best for me. No matter what, I'm not talking about circumstances. I'm talking about outside of that, his best, trusting in his provision for you. 100% of what God has for you is 100% his best. What if you trusted in that? I believe that God will give you your best year yet in 2019. Because God loves to be a God who creates New beginnings. And today, we're going to look at very simple. I love how God speaks in, in just plain, simple truths. I mean, I, I'm a simple guy. Uh, I love it when God just kind of speaks clearly. It's not too complicated for me. He just kind of directs in my life some things that just, hey, that's simple. Why didn't I get that years ago? And, and so today, we've got some very simple, practical, um, biblical advice for, that God is showing us. In 2019, if we hold of, to, hold of just two principles, we're going to have the best year in 2019. They're easy, easy, but they're difficult to put into application. So I want to hover around our hub verse today, and that comes from Isaiah 43, verse 18 and 19. Johanna already referenced that, and, and uh, we are headed towards a new thing, and God is promising us things that are new. Isaiah 43, 18, forget the former things. Say, forget. Tell the enemy what you're going to forget. 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 Forget the things in the past that need to be forgotten. God's telling you today, forget it. 
Leave it. Forget the former things. You don't need to carry some of those things into 2019. You need to leave that in 2018. Put that on the counter and say, yeah, that's what happened. But I'm not carrying that over to 2019 because I forgot about it. Do not dwell on the past. Say, do not dwell. I will not hyper-focus on those things that I don't need to be focusing on. I will not distract myself with things that to worry about that Satan wants to cause me to get my eyes off the things, the negative things in my life. Woe is me mentality, which basically turns into a victim mentality. And when you become a victim, you have no victory. You want victory in 2019. You've got to leave some of those things in the past. Stop dwelling on the past. And can I tell you, there's two things, two sides of this, right? You've got the hurts, you've got the pains, you've got the mistakes, you've got the blunders, you've got the faults, you've got the failures, you've got all that stuff that we can forget. But there's also things that we need to forget. There's those past victories, those mountaintop experiences, that God wants to bring you to a new mountaintop. God wants to bring you to a new season of a new height. And if all you're doing is just looking at your past blessings, you'll never see what blessings are in front of you. And we don't say, okay, I totally forget what God is doing. But we look at that, we say, man, God's got some, if he did something that great, he's got something more for me. And we continue to look ahead what God has done. See, now I am doing a brand new thing. I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Don't you perceive it? Question mark. God's asking a question. Don't you see it? It's right in front of you. I'm making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. I'm doing the impossible for you and it's brand new for you. This passage, this scripture verse holds so many profound truths. We're going to break this down to simply just two parts and you may already be ahead of me on this. But to help us make 2019 the best year of your life so far, so far you have to be committed to this idea you have to be committed to God's principles you have to be willing to say okay this is difficult but I'm going to pursue what this means in my life how many of you know it's hard not to drudge up the past right it's an easy thing to say but it's hard to actually do especially when we have hurt emotions we have hard feelings we have a callous heart and had had to break apart that shell right and open ourselves back up the first thing is first. He lays this out. First things first. Do not get this out of order because you can't. You can't move on to number two if you don't get number one first. And that's leave the former things behind. Forget those things. Put it out of your memory. And it's entirely 100% up to you and nobody else. It's your decision. 2019 is a year of decisions. It's a decision-making opportunity. You have, this is your choice. You either make that choice or you don't. It's all in your hands. God is, listen, the life of following after God is made up of decision-making. From the time you put, put your life on the line with God, that's your first decision, and it's a series of decisions after that. We make a decision to follow Christ daily, right? Listen, it's impossible to receive something new if you're still holding on to something that's old. 
If your hands are full, you can't receive anything. You've got to drop some things so that your hands are empty so you can hold on to what God is giving you, and he's giving you something new. And this is life-changing advice straight from the mouth of God that has tested, that has lasted the test of time. And I, I don't know if it's more relevant or more practical than today, but you can't expect to live free if you are still imprisoned to the past. And let's be honest, there are many things in this past year that you could easily allow yourself, allow yourself to be chained to and imprisoned to. Painful memories that are real, the, the emotions that are hurtful, the things that bring up the pain in ourselves that we just don't even want to address. There are things that your children have said to you that have hurt you. There are, your in-laws have frustrated you. Your, your sister has no no filter. Your brother has no sense of respect. The words divorce has been uttered in 2018. Your dead end relationship has stripped you naked and left you feel, feeling emotionally vulnerable. The abuse that you have received in 2018 is unbearable to think about. Your bank account has been drained. Your, your work has cheated you. And maybe you or yourself are carrying the personal pain knowing of what you did to someone else. The pain of knowing the moment that your anger was unleashed. The feeling of wanting to hurt someone back. Your work, you're working in, in trying to create or devise a plan of retaliation. Or how your heart and heart is defended and guarded with pride. And you know it, but you don't want to admit it. Your emotions got the best of you. And simply, life is spiraling out of control. All of us have experienced failure or hurt or pain in some way, shape, or form. But what God is saying to us is that we cannot, it's impossible, we cannot allow ourselves to be strangled by our past. And it's impossible to move forward. Holding on to your past will only stop you in your tracks from moving forward into the new things that God has for you. Forget the former things. Do not dwell on that. How do we do this? With the power of God. I will emotionally let go. There are things that you just can't do. You're right. You can't do it. You can't let go. The hurt, the pain is too deep. That's where you go to God and say, God, I just need you to provide the forgiveness for me. I need you to do this in my life because I just don't have the strength. I don't have the willpower. I don't, I don't have it in my human nature to let go. God, I just need that release from you. You make that a prayer call. You make that the, the new thing that God is doing in your life, a newfound sense of forgiveness that you don't have or possess on your own strength, which you don't, and you allow God to place that inside you. His spirit will overcome what Satan is trying to destroy inside you, and he will wipe out that unforgiveness and replace his forgiveness inside of you, that you are not operating on your spirit, but his spirit. And with the help of the Holy Spirit in that process, you begin to emotionally see and tap into the heart of God, which transforms and renews your mind so that those thoughts and those ways that you think towards that other person begin to change from a hatred or a bitterness or resentment, and you begin to bless instead of curse and God begins to change you something that says that's impossible that's stupid and anybody who would ever think that way is a fool God begins to transform your way of thinking realizing the blessing of blessing your enemies and praying for them and how do we do this we do this with the name of Jesus we always carry the name of Jesus we never pray in my name 
Amen. Let it be done. No, it is in Jesus' name. That's where the power is being held. That is the name that we claim. That is the name that came to earth. That is Emmanuel. That is the one who died on the cross for you. That is one that holds the key to the resurrection. And he is the one that gives us life. And that life is a new spirit. It is a new mind. And he is the one that heals us. And are we willing to believe that Jesus can heal our past so that we can move to our future? But we have to say, I'm going to stop torturing myself by what I did or what I didn't do. Stop the torture. Stop placing the chains. I will stop choosing to live by who I was and live with the identity of who I am in Christ Jesus. Philippians 3.13 Now, dear brothers and sisters, I've not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing. If there's anything... This is the most important. The one thing I focus on is forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. That's it. Your life will be remarkably changed if it was just this in the whole year. If you just focused on this passage of Scripture, this principle of God, your life would have a profound change in your life. You would be a new person. I guarantee it. If this was it. Deciding to forget what holds us back. And realizing that the best lays ahead when we start with God. Do not dwell on the past. See, I am doing a new thing. It springs up. Do you not perceive it? It's almost as if God is exasperated with the question. It's right in front of you guys. Don't you see it? I'm creating I am doing. It's active. It's alive. There is some action that is happening. I am doing something new. I'm not repeating. I'm not retelling. I'm not reiterating. I'm not reinventing. I'm not recreating, remaking, reenacting, rearranging, or remodeling. I am doing something new. Something that you have not seen before in your life. You haven't experienced it. You don't even know what it's like yet because it is so new to you. You're going to enjoy a new experience of my love, of my forgiveness, of my grace, my empowerment, my Holy Spirit. It is going to be brand new for you. You don't even perceive it yet, but you will. You don't see it yet, maybe because you're still dwelling on the past. And once you get rid of that past, you're going to see what's right in front of you. And that I've been working on something new in you. You just had to let go of some things so you can receive the new blessings that I have for you. Side note. And this is kind of completely side note, but it applies. I think that one of the biggest distractions that we have in our life when it comes to receiving new things and why we don't see the blessings of God and the thing, the wonderful things that he does for us. And God does things right in front of us. He's kind of speaking to us. Don't you see it? It's right here in front of us. The reason why we don't see a lot of the things that God is doing is because we're still playing the comparison game. So there are many things that cause us to miss out on what God is doing in us. But if we play this game of comparing ourselves to what other people have or what we don't have... We blind ourselves to the newness and the freshness that God is doing inside of us. You could be growing leaps and bounds, but the moment that someone is doing better than you, what's the first thing we do, right? We question, or we quit, or we give up, and we miss out. All of a sudden, 
the thing that brought us satisfaction and joy and hope and peace. And we're just excited about God all of a sudden. It just erodes away like that when we start playing the comparison game in our life. I was uh, in high school. I was trying out for the baseball team. I loved baseball. Growing up, baseball was my life. I, I would play baseball um, it, it, just in my backyard uh, by myself if I needed to be. Th- I was a pitcher. I would set up a chair in the backyard, and I would throw this baseball into this cushioned chair, and I would throw it all day long, and I'd work on my pitching arm, and I did that all years growing up, and it w- I would dream about baseball. I mean, it was just my life. I wanted to be a professional baseball player. Well, I remember going to baseball tryouts, and I was standing in line through, uh, for the coaches to see uh, the um, pitching, how well of a pitcher we were. So anybody that wanted to, to pitch, they could be in this group, and they'd throw 10 pitches, and, each, and the coach would evaluate each pitcher. And I did that standing in line. While the friends were in front of me, they were talking about how often they had done it and what, what exercise they were doing. And all of a sudden, I realized I wasn't even compared to what they were doing um, with their exercises and what their ability was just by talking. And at that moment, I became, oh, man, I, I, I don't have anything compared to what they have. So I just walked out of the line, and I have never played baseball since. I gave up on a dream, something my passion, something I desired, something I really loved, because I became intimidated by what other people were doing. I compared myself, my gifts, my, my talents, my abilities, my, the thing, my past experiences, what I had to give and to offer meant nothing because I immediately gave that over to comparison. When we begin to compare ourselves to what God is doing in us, or the blessings that we have or the things that we have, all of a sudden, everything that he has given us erodes away. We don't get to see the blessings that God has given us right in front of us. When we compare ourselves to others, this is, there's usually only two um, results. One, we quit, we give up, we become discouraged, and it's not healthy. Or two, we become prideful, thinking we're better than someone else. So don't ever do the comparison game, because you will blind yourself to the blessings that God has for you every time. Moving on. God is doing a new thing. He is creating, and He is moving us into a new place. And I guarantee that God is up to something in your life in 2019. I am making a way in the wilderness and streams in the wasteland. What does this speak to us? Number one, we forget the past. Two, we look to the future. What is in the future? There are things that are bigger than what you can imagine. Move beyond your faith. In 2019, I want to challenge all of us to move beyond what your faith can perceive. Let me ask you, do you only believe in God what you think is possible? Does your faith go beyond what is reasonable? Are you willing to not only believe that God can do a miracle, but that God is doing a miracle? Are you willing to trust God beyond what you think is possible? Have we bought into the idea that God is in this framework of our understanding of what he can operate in? Are you willing to allow God to move and operate and believe and trust in a God that is outside of what you think is possible? Move beyond your faith. That means it's the uncomfortable place, the place where you're not really sure that God can do those things in your life. You're going to believe in him. Let's not put a limit on what God can do in your year. In your life. Because when you put a limit on God, what God will do, 
you also put a limit on what you can do. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people that think very little about the power of God in their lives. We have no problem believing in the power of God. We have no problem reading what God does and the miracles and, the, and these things that He does in the Bible and maybe even in other people. But when it comes to us, we begin to question, we begin to doubt, and we begin to limit God and His power in our lives. Some people don't believe that they can accomplish great things. They perceive the power of God, but that it's not actually at work inside of them or you. The greatest limitations that people have in their lives is not the limitations that God has placed on them, but the limitations that people insist about themselves. Let's just have a year where we say, God, I don't want to put limits on what you're going to do through me. I don't want to put limits on how you're going to operate, you're going to speak, what sort of things God is calling you to do. Maybe you don't know what that is, but let's not put any limits on what that could be. Let's let God define what He is going to do inside of you. If you say that God has the power to heal relationships, but don't believe that you possess the power to forgive, then you'll continue to live in brokenness. If you say that God has the power to deliver you sin of your sin, but you don't believe that you could stop, then you won't see the victory. If you say that God performs miracles, but won't pray for the miraculous, you won't ever see the supernatural work. He said, I'm making a way in the wilderness. I am making a way in the wilderness, the desert, the pathway out of loneliness, a way out of hardship, a route that will lead you from emptiness away from that. And streams in the wasteland. The miracle of refreshing in those hard places. Finding direction when there is no direction. God will provide for you in that spot where you may have found yourself in 2018. And in 2019, He's going to reveal a new direction, a new source of refreshing by His Holy Spirit while in the desert. It's not after the desert that you find that. It's in the desert that God places that. Restoring your soul with the watering of His mercy. Satisfying your faith with rivers of grace. Move beyond what you think is possible. Don't think that you have to get out of that desert on your own before you find that stream, before you find that spring. No, He will provide it in the wilderness. Now, and in 2019, He wants to show you and reveal Himself to you more than He did last year. No matter how great last year, He wants to do even more for you this year. And the question is, are you willing to move away from the past and into the new things that God has for you? Are you prepared to keep your eyes focused on what God is completing in you in your life and not get distracted? Are you ready to believe that God is a valid power source for you to draw from? Leave behind what needs to be left behind in 2018. Look forward to what God is doing He is doing a new thing. Trust that He is doing a new thing. Even if you don't feel it, right? He is doing and He is creating. He is preparing. And He has promises and He has blessings for you ahead of you. Not just behind you. He is creating something new for you. A new place of faith. A new arena of trust. A new area of confidence in Him. The question is, are you prepared and are you ready for that? And I can promise and guarantee that God is already there 
waiting for you for new lessons to be learned, new measures of faith, and new opportunities to let God prove himself to you over and over and over again. I want to close with this verse and then we'll stand and we'll pray together and we'll have a challenge before we leave. But this verse, and this is from the Passion Translation. I love the, the Passion Translation. I love how it uh, communicates the spirit of the Scriptures. Ephesians 3.20 Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all of this. He will achieve an infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream, and exceed your wildest imagination. He will do unto them all, or He will outdo them all. For His miraculous power consistently or constantly energizes you. How many of you need to be energized by the power of God? You may have been left drained. You may have been left beaten up. And you need to look to God's power to energize you in 2019. He said you can call upon that. He's going to give you his strength. You may feel like, oh man, another year has gone by. And I don't know if I'm ready for another year of everything that happened. Listen, God's going to revitalize and energize and give you new desires and new passions. The question is, are you really ready and willing to believe? That God has something for you. And are you ready to pursue the desires that God is birthing inside of you? New ideas. And to trust in His mighty power to work inside of you. And to accomplish everything He has for you. Let's stand together. A simple question that will spark the year, and I believe that will turn into a flame. A question that we can ask every single day. We could write it down, and if we were to reflect upon this, we will grow. Through the year, through the months, through the weeks, through the day, through every circumstance, through every conversation, we ask this one question. You can put this in your list. If you don't have a list, it could be your list. Whatever it is. Is God, where are you now? Where do I find you? In this conversation, in today. We open our eyes and perceive where God is in your life. He says, seek after me and you will find me. Where is he? He's ready to be found. When we ask the question, God, I want to find you, he will make himself known to you. He will reveal himself to you every day. If we were to ask that question every day, God, where are you? I want to know you more. Basically, is with a question. We are going to find him and we are going to have an incredible year because every day God is making himself more and more visible and available to you as we perceive his presence. Amen? I want to pray for you and as 
eyes are closed and heads bowed. I want to pray for those who need, I would say, a faith. A faith to believe that God really can provide a miracle in their life. And faith of believing that God is really there in 2019 already. I mean, if you need a prayer of faith over your life for this next year, believing in the miracles, believe, trusting in the things, more in God, questions, maybe you need answers. If this is you, just raise your hand. I want to pray over you. Yeah, yes, yes, whatever that may be in the back. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. There is, there's a lot that God is doing. And those of you who are trusting and believing, believing and needing that supernatural faith, the gift of faith that God will give you, God is actively doing something in your life. So the prayer is that, when you be, that you will begin to perceive what he is doing. Because when you perceive it, the faith follows that. It grows. So I'm going to pray for you that in your circumstances, in your life, what you're going through, that God will begin to reveal what he is doing in your life. God, you see every single person that has raised their hand. That their hearts are lifted up to you. And maybe they, their, their hearts and their minds have been flooded with doubts in 2018. Or maybe they've been struggling. They've been calling out to you, Lord, and still there doesn't seem to be an answer. They still trust. Their faith is still there in you. Or maybe there's just that tired spirit. Or maybe, God, there's a conflict that's happening inside of them. The confusion of not knowing what exactly you're doing. God, I just pray in the name of Jesus that you will begin to speak into people's hearts right now. Give them a vision of what you are doing. Speak into their minds. Give them a new thought process, God, of what you are doing. Open their eyes spiritually to see what new thing you are creating in their lives. And the people that is surrounding them and the circumstance they have found themselves in. God, that it is not by an accident, but God, that you have, you have allowed them to be in the place where they're at now because you can see the benefit on the other side of strengthening them. I pray for the gift of faith that is outside of what they can do, that your spirit will come in and encourage their soul and revitalize, refresh, and water them and saturate them with your spirit. Lord, let them see today and tomorrow and this next week with new opportunities, God, that you have placed before them, that you, that you will share with them, God, a story of victory and promises that are about to come, God. I just ask that the Holy Spirit will come in and protect and guard their hearts as they look to you and continue to draw upon you for strength. Guide them, lead them, watch over them, and increase their faith. In Jesus' name, we come humbly before you asking to receive this gift 
from you. Go before us all in 2019 and this year in our church. Bless us and continue, Lord, to help us to stay focused on you. Jesus, our eyes are fixed upon you. In Jesus' name, we said together, amen, amen. God bless you. You are dismissed. Have a fantastic rest of 2018 as we look forward to 2019. We'll see you next week, next year.